This episode has been brought to you by Perium. Perium offers a line of health and wellness products from weight loss to detoxification and performance. They even have natural supplements for children. Grab your organic non-GMO foods to nourish your body today from Perium using code XORITA for $50 off your first purchase. Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories podcast. I'm Rita Pira, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin. It gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with, quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my friends, my Rita Finers. I am so pumped for this episode. Like, you have no idea. It's one with a guest. Ooh, who could it be? Well, actually, you saw the title, so you know who it is. It's my girl, my friend. I am so honestly honored to call this human my friend. Anat is a transformational coach healer, entrepreneur, and inner child whisperer. You heard that right. She helps growth seekers dissolve fear and limiting beliefs. She helps you unlock your potential, maximize your freaking performance, be bold, be brave, be loving to yourself and others. She's just freaking amazing. Experiencing her is absolutely life-changing. I can say this personally. She and I have been in each other's numerology charts and whatnot, and 44s follow us, and we met like a year ago and reconnect. Like We just are so meant to be in each other's lives, and we're uncovering so many reasons why. And one of them is for me to bring her to you. So you can learn to release your perfectionism, replace your self-doubt with confidence, reduce all your busyness with and stress and increase your clarity and make decisions more easily, improve your relationships and know that your biggest dreams can actually be your reality. And unlimited health and wealth and happiness is seriously within your reach. She and I are going to talk about 
about it and you're going to learn and absorb all the goodness. You're going to want to just like eat up every freaking word. I don't know if you have a pen and paper handy, but if I were you, I would get it because she dropped some freaking gems in this episode. I'm so pumped for you to have it. Without further ado, please welcome my girl, the most amazing freaking woman. I'm so blessed to have her in my life, Anat Perry. Actually, she just got married, and so her last name is different. Anat Negron, and we shared the mic in my apartment, so it's going to sound like shit, but seriously, I had to share this with you because... The value is just absolutely priceless. You get so much from this, and I can't wait to hear what your biggest takeaways were. So without further ado, for real this time, here you go. Okay, you look lovely. Do you feel lovely? I feel lovely. (laughs) (laughs) For all all the Brits listening. Shall we cleanse the space, darling? Shall we cleanse the space? Would you like or not? I'm good. I feel pretty clean. Okay, good. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Penny, I just looked up and it was two, 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 two. <laughs> two, 20, two, two, two. 22 minutes and 22 seconds. Of the time? Yeah. Frankie, do you want to Frankie. sit with your mama? Frankie oh. wants to sit with, with this mama. Frankie, come sit with me. Frankie, come here. <laughs> How dare you? He does this every time I come over, huh? He leaves me for everybody. Is it everyone or is it just me? Everyone. Oh, okay. Well, you know why? Because <laughs> he needs a break. <laughs> He's like, oh, good. Some variety here. Some variety. I need a break from her. He gets excited and leaves me for other people. That actually looks really good there, but too. But you know what's most important? Mm-hmm. Is that he always comes home to you. He has no choice. <laughs> All right, we're getting started. I'll take you with me if you want. Here we go. (laughs) Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories podcast. Today I have a guest, and this is the lovely Anat Perry. Oh, wait, now you're married. Uh, Yeah, she's a married lady now. (laughs) She's Negron. So, Anat is a transformational healer. Tell them about you, please. I am the founder and CEO of Training Camp for the Soul, the transformational coach mentor so i teach others now have become facilitators of my modality and uh yeah i've been facilitating this work for seven years right around seven years july right anniversary yeah i don't know exactly what date but sometime (laughs) july august actually i got my very first client on my way to burning man 2015 so it was like august 30th so I guess, I guess you officially start when someone pays you. I remember thinking that too. I was like, okay, she just sent me money. Okay. Uh, shit just got real. All right. I guess I'm doing this thing. I guess I'm doing this thing. <laughs> I remember that day when I had my first official paying client. Yeah. I, I remember going like, oh my God, someone just paid me $175 to talk to me for an hour. Mm-hmm. That just blew my mind. Because yeah. then it shows you like, oh, you're working a job 40 hours a week, yeah. 18, 20, some, whatever dollars an hour you're getting, it just changes completely mm-hmm. your whole approach to mm-hmm. what you could do in exchange for money. Yeah. And this was like a four month commitment. So it was like $2,500. So I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's a responsibility with it too, for sure. True. So. It automatically makes you show up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what my business coaches taught me back then was um, don't worry about a website or 
you know, even finishing your, your modules, your program, when you get your first client, then go create your program. So it's like, okay, time to get busy now. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I think everything gets created um, as you go. Like we all, we often try to make everything perfect, have all our ducks in a row. I'm not ready yet. I need one more certification. I need one more whatever. And then we procrastinate, 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 put it off. And we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. And it's just avoidance. It's yeah. imposter syndrome. It's self-doubt. It's not believing in yourself until that one client shows up. And then it's like the confirmation or the validation or that extra thing that confirms it for you in a way. Yeah. But I remember stalling. I remember procrastinating. I remember wanting to like wait and wait until it's perfect, till it's ready, till my website's done, till this is done, till that's done. And instead it was like, I went on Clubhouse and I was speaking, coaching, teaching. And whoever heard me messaged me and was like, oh my God, you're speaking to my soul. And then my group coaching was created out of that. Mm-hmm. So no website thing, no, yeah, none of either. that stuff. Yeah. And that's what we, we do to avoid. I think I'm a big believer in follow your bliss. Do it like you up. Who said that? Joseph Campbell, right? Joseph Campbell said that. Um, meaning I knew the part that I was confident in and that I was excited about. And I only did that. And so to me, I was confident in my coaching when it came to social media or marketing or a website, I was like, I don't need all any of that right yeah. now. I just went out and talked to people and networked and yeah, the universe. I remember saying, God, if this is where you want me to serve and how you want me to serve, then bring me those that need my medicine. Mm. And I mean, I love that the, the unfolding of, of the clients that showed up by the time I finished creating my program, right. From that first client to took me like four months to obviously because I was doing one module a week mm-hmm. I had 11 clients just working with one-on-one and then by a full year later I had done six figures no website no marketing no social media presence like if you didn't know me personally you did not know what I did for a living you know that's what I was funny. comfortable with yeah if I if if, if and that's why my business coaches were the right ones for me because they were like their whole model was speak your way to cash. And I'm like, I can speak. Mm. Okay, good. Because if I went with coaches that were like, oh, you have to, you, you need a marketing strategy, you need to be on social media and you need to do this funnel and that, mm-hmm. I would have froze. Mm. I would have froze. Yeah. So, you know, I think people procrastinate. I definitely will procrastinate on things that are not in my zone of genius totally. that I don't want to do. And um like you you can always come back to it I love it so two things there one the marketing the funnel all that stuff like you have to do this and strategy blah 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 it's not in alignment with just being in service right exactly so if you're showing up in your truth and you're authentically genuinely sincerely like really wanting to just be you and serve then that energy flows and you glow and you attract exactly who is meant to be served by you. So there's a saying, it's either 
when the teacher is ready, the student appears, or when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I think it works both ways. Absolutely. I say it all the time. I envision, I was like, okay, those that are supposed to be in my next round of my program, like they, they already exist. They're already mm -hmm. alive. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm inviting them in, yeah. calling them in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you get too um, logical and like strategic. rigid and strategic, you're getting out of alignment, even though you should have some systems in place. I legit, like every time I try to create something or like pursue a system, that's when I freeze. Yeah. I get overwhelmed. It's yeah. not my zone of genius. Exactly. So, Although I'm good at like the marketing and creating and like all of that. But when it comes to the systems and the businessy techie stuff in the background, that's yeah. where, like you said, I need an integrator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone that could do all those things eventually, but look, you're doing it without any of that stuff. I and I think that's the key. Like I didn't have any of that stuff for three years and I did over a hundred thousand dollars each year with ease, without any of that stuff. Mm. So, you know, and at that point I was like, okay, I can afford to hire the people to do the things that I never, ever want to do. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And I wish that like, we could start there where we have our super spirit squad or, you know, like real life humans that just want to support you and get you to you know make your visions happen but you need money for that and so one thought I had was like oh I could just take out a business loan and hire the people have them create and do all the things for me and then I'm set up versus let me make money make money make money and then hire my team well, I hear you, right? But I'm going to say different mm. and it's coming from, this is what my business coaches taught me. And I think I actually still have that piece of paper. Like I don't keep many papers, but it's somewhere in a folder. <laughs> I still have it. And it's like very simple instructions. So like all you need to get started is to know who you're serving and just have that like one liner. What do you do? Right. And that's what you write on. So your what do you do? I help you discover the real you and live the life that you love. How do you make that tangible? For someone who's listening, who goes, mm -hmm. oh, uh, discover the real me. And what was the other part? And live a life you love. Live a life you love. Okay. So how, if I hear that, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. But what if I don't even know what I want or what I love or what I like? Exactly. Because you're not connected to the real mm -hmm. you. There's a bunch of things blocking you right now. Yeah. Beliefs for, for a long time, that's exactly what it was. I was like, who am I, who am I talking to? Who am I serving? Who am I like? And then it's, they always say it's you a few years ago. I'm like, okay, but which version of me? Cause I've been like 75 different versions of me. <laughs> like, yeah. so which version of me should I help? Should I help the version of me that was in a toxic relationship and you know, getting out of it and then embarking on entrepreneurship. And that's a different ICA, ideal customer avatar, as I've learned in all these different programs. You know, it's funny you say that because I remember when I started out with my business coaches here, this was my, my one-liner. Mm -hmm. um, I help men and women who are struggling with dating and want a relationship that lasts mm -hmm. and deepens over time. Mm -hmm. 
And that sounds lovely. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. And guess where <laughs> Do I- Do you all want that? <laughs> yeah. And guess where I was at the time? Where? Wanting that. Oh my gosh. Single. We, we teach what we most need to learn. Some, yeah, to a certain degree. Mm. So I started out as that, but I ended up attracting uh, just, it was just, God, give me those that need my medicine. Mm. And I let go of needing to have a very specific niche that has worked for me. And you could say some degree when you go in deep into the world of marketing and advertising, well, then it could hurt you. Mm. So, but here I am seven years later and all up in the business and the, and the business has grown organically because the work works. So people, so it's mainly referrals, a ton of referrals. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's huge. When it's people talking about you and your work and that's where your clients come from that's the best kind of marketing yeah and they're living it so it's not they're just talking about it right you know people are seeing the, they're, they're the change partner, the transformation yeah, exactly they're, and then they're bringing their partner in or their family yeah. in on it mm-hmm. I want to just share personally that I've been doing this for 17 years. Like I've been in the self-development space for 17 years. And I'm sure that some of you or all of you that are listening have done some level of development at this stage. And um, when I dove into this type of work, inner child healing work, body-mind connection work was after eight years of being in the self-development space. Mm -hmm. And eight years of feeling frustrated or after eight years feeling frustrated that my life didn't look any fucking different. Like I had so much awareness of stuff to the point where when I met my mentor about 10 years ago, he said to me, you're different. Like, what do you mean? He's like, you have a lot of awareness. I'm like, oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of all my stuff. Mm-hmm. But what was missing for me was the right tool to get to the root of it. Mm. You know, I'd done a lot of mindset work and it's a good thing. Like if you've done mindset work, you are halfway there because that's half the equation is, is, is the mind, but it's really about the body and the mind connection, both of them working together in the transformation of it. So when I learned the somatic work, the, the connection to our emotions, the inner child, how to connect to my inner child. And I also knew how to uh, not make up stories, mm-hmm. right? I had good, good mindset tools. I moved through working with him in four months where he said the average person takes six to nine months. Mm. And he's the one that said to me, you have a gift with this. Would you ever want to do what I do? And I was like, no, because he was like a traditional therapist. You know, you come to his office for an hour and he pulls out his laptop and talks to you and gives you assignments and stuff. Um, So I wasn't, but I was interested in some of the modalities and the teachings that I learned from him. And so I reached out to him about six months later and was like, I want to learn some things from you. And so the birth of my work uh, is really a culmination of like everything that I learned in over 10 years. And um, 
that's like where I started. I felt like all the mentors and teachers that I had were like training wheels on a bike Mm. that I felt confident when I started seven years ago because I was standing on their shoulders. But in the past seven years, after hundreds of reps of working with clients, what happened was I tapped into my soul work and created my modality. And um, that's what the work is now. It's really, it's, it's my heart work. It, it's, it's experiences that I've had. It's like deep healing that I've gone through that's given me quote unquote, what some people call codes. So um, yeah. And so, and now like my biggest interest, what, what I'm most passionate about is passing it on, is developing coaches and healers and you know anyone that is in the in service of someone whether mm. you're your your fitness coach or your your um a money coach or your mindset coach whatever it is if you're working with people to help them develop and tap into their soul work like even deeper and teach them my modality that they can take and apply effectively with any client because because Here's what I've seen because I've had, I've had those. I've been leading my facilitator training now for two years. And so I've had manifestation coaches and money coaches and even just corporate professionals that wanted to gain mastery of this. And at, at the core of everything, no matter what, like if you're coaching someone around money or business, their beliefs are there. Their inner child is there. So at the core of it, there's always the same foundational work to do when they feel stuck or they're sabotaging or they just don't see full possibility. I feel like everything that you've been creating or experiencing in your life and that all the things you've learned from different mentors, like you were sharing, I, all the people, the healers, the coaches, the, those that you're calling into help them to tap in deeper into their own soul work to then support who they're meant to serve even better essentially exactly yeah exactly um I find that there's a lot of great coaches out there um meaning that their heart is in the right place Mm -hmm. you know they're passionate they are me 10 years ago Mm. Like I was so passionate and so excited to be the one to coach. And now after doing thousands of them, I could do it with, with my eyes closed and my mouth covered. Like it's, it's, it, I don't have the same passion for it. I still have a love for it, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the same passion to be the one facilitating. And so I have a lot of facilitators now. Um, I still do. I still do lead a lot of it, Um, but I'm more interested in, yeah, in developing the coaches, in training them and giving them this modality, because a lot of coaches are just coaching from what they've learned, what they've experienced. So did I, mm-hmm. uh, and it worked for me, but, but I, until I had a modality that went so deep, I was limited. And so 
I know from speaking to a bunch and having uh, trained a bunch that there's coaches out there that are passionate about it and they feel limited and they don't feel necessarily equipped to work with any type of client. So becoming trauma-informed, how to not be triggered by your client, how to be able to hold them in like the depth of their trauma. Because you work with someone like that and they experience healing and transformation through your support, you're getting referrals, girl. That's true. Because yeah. you've actually impacted their life in a way that they're now showing up completely differently. Yeah, yeah. like I'm not, the, the way that I operated with my clients always was I'm not going to heal you. I'm not here to hold your hand for the next year, two years, three years. Like I'm here to show you how to, to give you the tools mm -hmm. so that you know how to become your own healer. Let's give the people some tools. What's one tool that you think or feel that would be the most impactful for somebody listening to this feeling like I want to connect to my inner child right now. I want to heal some part that I know I have that's like residual belief, limiting belief that's just kind of the energy is still there. They're not fully quite healed that part of them or mastered how to be their own healer. What's a good tool that they can take away today? Sure. All right. Well, this is going to be a very foundational step. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give you the whole process because that would be uh, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the first step is to learn to feel safe to feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, healing only happens through feeling. It's very simple. And our bodies are brilliant. At our, our bodies are brilliant, period. period. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Our bodies are brilliant at, at healing. The challenge is that we have disconnected from our bodies. Mm -hmm. We've, uh, society and maybe our upbringing has taught us to put things in a box of right, wrong. Um, and if it's wrong, like, why am I sad? Why am I angry? <laughs> How do I fix this? Why am I anxious? And, oh, I'm happy. I'm horny. Oh, yes. More of that, please. <laughs> right? There's a right, wrong box. Mm -hmm. Instead of, I'm a human being having, that, that's experiencing energy, that's experiencing emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sad right now. And building the capacity to be with that sadness right? So I'm getting a little advanced here, but um, so the challenge that most, most people that are wanting to move through something, wanting to feel better is that they're not feeling. <laughs> and if you want to feel better, you got get, you have to get better at feeling. Mm. They are trying to fix something that's wrong. And so when you're trying to fix something that's wrong, where are you? You're in your head. In your head. Yeah. Get out and, of your head and, and so, into your heart. And so <laughs> you're disconnected from your body, mm. right? Yeah. So the first step is to get familiar again with being in our body and knowing that you're safe enough to be in your body. So this is a 
uh, a practice that I coined priming safety. So priming like priming a wall, right? If your wall is blue and you wanna paint it yellow, you have to put primer on before you put the yellow paint on. So if you've been in your head and you wanna get into your body, you have to prime it with safety to, um, to create that connection again. And so what it looks like to feel safe is it's a couple steps. First off, you want to sit in a way that you would if you felt safe, right? How does someone sit when they don't feel safe? Yeah. Protecting the front of their body. So you want to sit, spine straight, leaning back against something, feeling supported, palms up, like you're open to receiving. So right there, that's already signaling safety. Mm -hmm. Signaling it to the body. Signaling it to the body, exactly. Yeah. Next part is your breath. How does someone breathe when they don't feel safe? Slow, deeper. Oh, when, sorry, when they don't, when they don't feel safe. Yeah. It's fast, short breaths. Yeah, or not at all. Mm -hmm. they, freeze. they hold, they freeze. Yeah, that's true. That was me. Yeah. I definitely run the the more the the freeze pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of times I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been breathing in the last like minute. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So slowing down. And I like, and if you're if you're putting this into practice right now, what you want to do is you want to start out with an exhale. So out of your mouth, blow all the air out. All the air, all the air, all the air. Like all that stagnant air that's been shallow in there. Mm. Clear it out. Suck the belly button in until there's nothing left. So that your first inhale could be super deep into the belly, expanding the diaphragm, feeling the ribs expand outward. Filling it all up and letting it out. Another deep breath. And out. What does that do to the nervous system? It calms you. Yeah, down. I'm feeling calm just watching you do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it down regulates you. So now you got structurally, you're sitting open, safe. Mm -hmm. Your breath is also indicating that. Mm -hmm. And then the last part is occupying the monkey mind. Monkey mind. Right? <laughs> that may get triggered at times and, and go off and say all these things like, oh no, oh no, I'm scared. Or why do I feel this way? Or this or that, right? Tuning into different radio stations, so to speak. Mm. And repeating to yourself, I'm safe. I'm safe to be in my body. I'm safe to feel this. I'm safe to experience this. I'm safe, I'm safe to be in my body. I'm safe to feel this. I am safe to experience this. I am safe, take a breath. I'm safe to be in my body. I am safe to experience this. I'm safe to feel this. That's a release, by the way, guys. Yeah. You notice that you yawn after Yawning. doing that. Even burping. Burping is a form of energy release. Mm. It's a way that, you know, 
the, uh, the nervous system down regulates, tremoring is, um, getting hot and cold flashes. Yeah, it's always that the nervous system discharges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So start there. Start with getting good at priming safety. Especially, I mean, do it at times when you feel calm, right? When, when you're not in a, in a panic state, right? You're not experiencing anger, like intense emotions. Um, and, and when you do, um, scan your body for like, for the warmness, for the gushiness, for the yumminess. Allow yourself to feel that, to feel that joy, to feel butterflies, to feel that tingling. Get used to being in there. And then also bringing it in at moments where you do feel panic, where you feel anxiety, where you feel sad. Start with the sitting spine, spine straight, taking those breaths and repeating, I'm safe, I'm safe to be in my body. How long, how many times should you repeat it? Keep repeating it, keep giving permission, keep allowing, and then bringing in the inner child to it. So I'll leave with this one last little part. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I want you to imagine that your emotions, any emotion, whether it's joy and excitement and happiness and horniness mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or it's you know afraid anxious angry sad no matter what emotion you're experiencing that it's your inner child that's having this experience and I want you to picture your inner child Get a picture of yourself, actually. And imagine that anytime you feel any emotion, it's your younger self, it's your inner child running into your bedroom and saying, Rita, I'm really excited. Or Rita, I'm sad. So Rita, if your inner child came in the room and said, I'm sad, what would you do? I would hold her and console her and tell her it's going to be okay. Yeah. So you want to picture that little one. And so again, especially in these moments where the emotion comes up. So the inner child is knocking at your bedroom door, runs in with this feeling. So it's going to support you in priming safety or in um, uh, being with that emotion is being with that inner child. So the inner child walks in the room and says, I'm really sad. And you're like, it's safe. It's safe for me to be with my inner child right now. I could be with my inner child right now. I could be with my emotion right now. And pick up that little one. Literally caress yourself. Caress your arms. Hug her. Hold him or her tight. Say, it's okay. I'm safe. It's okay. You are safe. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. Tell me more. Yeah. It's okay that you feel that way. It's okay to feel that. It's okay to feel that. Yeah. And acknowledge that you feel it. I'm sad. Yeah. You're sad. It's going to help to allow 
your nervous system to accept this part. But when it accepts this part, it can process it. It could digest it. It's like swallowing food as opposed to chewing food and then spitting it out. <laughs> Swallow the food. <laughs> like accept the, yes, a part of you is having this experience right now. Mm-hmm. just a part of you like a piece of a puzzle imagine yourself as the puzzle and so and when you feel triggered when you feel an emotion come up it's just this piece popping out and when we operate from our mind how do I fix this like how do I fix this think about it literally if you're sitting with a puzzle and this piece popped out how do I fix this 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 piece is wrong that's not accurate. What are you going to do? Paint it? Mm-hmm. No. What does it need? It just needs to be acknowledged, seen for the piece that it is, loved, and then it'll go back into place mm. when it's accepted as it's a part of you. It's a part of you. And the experience for your nervous system with that is that your nervous system will start to recognize it. So what I mean by that is if you grew up in a household where there was chaos, what is your nervous system used to? Chaos. Yeah. So what's going to feel unfamiliar? Peace. Peace. So, so again, sometimes this is really interesting. And you probably remember this from my program in one of the modules. I say, here's some of the top emotions, joy, peace, love, anger, sadness, grief, which one do you avoid? Which one do you indulge in? Mm-hmm. And there are people that avoid joy mm-hmm. and they avoid love. Like it's uncomfortable for them to be with that emotion. Yeah. But they could be in sadness. Oh, they could be with sadness yeah. and anger, right? When people are uncomfortable or when they're feeling stress or anxiety or um, anger, sadness, it's so easy to stay there. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. The difference between... Uh, feeling, letting an emotion move through you Mm -hmm. and indulging in that emotion where you become it. Mm -hmm. It's like, imagine an emotion is like a pool of water and swimming through it is what you want to do. So you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. You're feeling that liquid emotion. You're feeling that energy, but it's not consuming you. You're, You're able to move through it by allowing it. Indulging is like drowning in it. Indulging will usually happen when the mind is creating stories. Yeah. And that's why I tell you, those of you that already have mindset down, you're halfway there Mm -hmm. because you can uh, be with an emotion without making up all these stories that feed it, that fuel a fire that you actually want to put out. Yeah. You want to put it out, but the realistic, like the reality of wanting to put it out, the energy behind it, the discipline behind it, the choosing behind it, that all has to be in alignment with your action. Yeah. And it's, it's much easier than that. There's no, there's no coming from fixing. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to fix it. We're just allowing it. So going back to what I was saying before about what this looks like with the nervous system. So if your nervous system is used to chaos, then when things are calm, 
you create chaos. You create chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and so learning to be with peace and calmness, like, oh, I feel at peace instead of why or something's going to go wrong. Another shoe is going to drop. Another shoe is going to drop. Notice the mind is saying those mm-hmm. things, right? Instead of, I can be with this. It's safe for me to feel peace. And this is where self-sabotage comes in. Yes, exactly. But it's safe for me to be at peace. Yeah. It's safe for me to feel peace. I can be with peace. Where do I feel the peace? What does it feel like? Does it have a color, texture, shape? I like that. I can be with peace. I can be with peace. I like that. And then, and what does it feel like? Where do I feel it in my body? And naming it with like any sensation that you like, like, color, texture, size, temperature, um, weight, anything so that you can marry that energy, really be with it at the level of energy. And what happens then is your nervous system starts to digest it, starts to say, oh, I could be with this flavor now. And suddenly it's not unfamiliar. It starts to become familiar and you've all had this experience. Mm-hmm. There's everyone's had something that at one point was unfamiliar to you. And now is just normal is just normal. Yeah. And so that's the practice. Healing is about building your nervous system's capacity to hold more energy, to be with more energy, to yeah. be with more emotions, as opposed to, to never feel that again. And to expand your capacity to receive <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's a result of it. But remember, we talked about that. Like, I think you wanted to call something that. Yeah, I want to do a master class on how to expand your capacity to receive. But that's a whole that's so, a master class. Yeah, a whole another conversation. The the reason why that sparked that thought in my mm-hmm. mind was because um, what you're sharing right now around um, something being normal. Yeah, is say for example, your inner child normal to it is I can't afford, I can't this, I can't that, right? So you're not allowing yourself to even have more than what you believe is normal. Yes. Yes. So then becoming comfortable and familiar with something that say is a higher level of luxury, then that becomes your new normal. And it doesn't feel uncomfortable or like, I don't deserve this, or I'm not worthy of this. But in fact, now that's your new normal. And that's exactly how, how I would say it. Yeah. Welcome. And I say that to people. I'm like, welcome to your new normal. Mm-hmm. My husband just flew to Japan on business and, you know, you have to fly business class, first class, whatever. Same, same thing when you're going that distance and it's his first time. Mm-hmm. And I said to him exactly that. I said, babe, you deserve this. Um, welcome to your new normal, mm-hmm. even though that's paid by the company and all that, mm-hmm. but to allow yourself to receive Mm -hmm. that, that like that luxury that like, yeah, you know, why not? We get to have this all the time. And you know what he said to me in response when we spoke the next day, uh, he was like, you know what I'm thinking, babe, next time that we travel to Greece, because we love Greece, we actually got married in Greece. Um, he goes, let's, yeah, let's, let's fly business class. Yeah. Like exactly. I love that you just brought this up because I just went to Greece like a week after your wedding was in <laughs> Greece, which don't you love that? Like, okay. So being like, I traveled to Greece in business class and 
all my flights were business class or premium or Polaris or whatever. And after experiencing that, I was like, why don't I pay the extra money so that I could be extremely comfortable and taken care of on any flight going to and from instead of sitting in like what feels like a sardine can and dreading and not being able to sleep, not being, not being comfortable, not having space, just feeling cramped. Meanwhile, I'm over here spending $3,700 on a one bedroom apartment. I can't, I'm not allowing myself to experience first class when I travel. So then I said, this is my new normal. Now from now on, I only travel first class, business class, whatever, because I deserve it because I am worthy of feeling that comfortable. I get to, I I get get to to. fly. Yes, I do fly. So here's another, okay. Mm. So that, so everyone got that other tool, right? Cause I just got to um, give you guys another one. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But bring that one into practice guys. Practice finding the safety, picturing the inner child is the emotion and it'll support you in um, getting used to holding that inner child in that emotion. Mm. And the next thing you know it, you're like, oh my God, I allowed myself to cry for the first time in years. Yeah, especially uh, in front of people. With yeah, people I mean, I have, I have alpha men, okay? Mm. Like like alpha males. <laughs> like in the military and everything, Exactly, right? former military yeah. CEOs yeah. that do my program that haven't cried, that now it's like Niagara Falls and it feels- really And it feels good for them. It feels good. Yeah. It feels unfamiliar at first, maybe a little scary, but then it feels good. Okay, I'm digressing. So now <laughs> let's play this other fun game here. Um, think about something that you want. Okay. All right. I'm doing this in real time. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's real do it. Real time. Yeah. So, let's so, do it. So tell me out loud. What is it that you want that you don't have? What is it that I want that I don't have? I want, well, I want two things. All right. Pick one. <laughs> no, but I want both. I want both. Okay. You could play this game with it. Well, we need to start with one. Okay. I'll let you pick. I'll tell you the two and you tell okay. me, you pick which one. Okay. 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 So the two things that I want, one is I want my, I want to be supported in my business where I have systems in place and I have people supporting me. Short and sweet. Okay. So I want to be supported in my business. In my business. I want to be supported in my business. And the other thing is I want um, my, I want to attract my soulmate, my husband and have a child. I can't believe I just said that (laughs) because I've never wanted that before. And now I'm like, I I went to Greece and bought a mommy and me dress. I showed it to you earlier. I literally yeah. bought a tiny, cute, royal blue dress for my future daughter and my matching dress. We get to wear the same dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. did that. I did that. Yeah. For people that know me and have known how I've avoided and like ran from commitment, I just love being alone, single, traveling, free, all of that. And now I'm like, you know, what created the shift? What created the shift? You went through my program. That was part of it for sure. Yeah, You connected with your inner child. You learned how to mother yourself in a way where you weren't afraid of that. Yeah, that was definitely absolutely a part of it. Um, And programs that I did prior to that as well made me realize that my independent woman, lone wolf, um, facade Mm -hmm. was, was a mask and was a protector. Mm -hmm. And I connected that to 
identifying it as a protector yeah. through your program. So like marrying all the work that I've done and, and continue to do. And it's just, it's never ending, but it's now being aware, right. And then catching in the moment when you're about to repeat a pattern, how you like repeat a choice, you end up with the same result. I realized in relationships, I would sabotage so I can get out so I can be free so I can run off and be alone again and then what happened I'd be alone and I would be suffering because I created that aloneness that I thought I wanted so much right and then the other day I I shared this with you when I was spending time with my friend in LA um, she and I are working on something creating something together and I felt my, I recognized that it was my inner child that was hurt by her tone or by what she said, or I received it in that way. And so I chose instead of stuffing it down, having resentment, being upset or hurt, which is my old pattern. Mm -hmm. Instead, what I did was I said, Hey, I'd like to communicate how I'm feeling right now. And I shared with her exactly what I was feeling. And I recognized that it was in fact, my inner child feeling like it was being reprimanded or it was being told no, or it was being told you're wrong. And that's again, also ego. So recognizing all of these things, choosing to have a conversation about it instead of stuffing it down and not feeling it ended up um, having a positive result. And we were able to move through and forward and continue and learn how to work together. Connection. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So that's my new normal now. I, in, yep, now I invite you know. people to share and communicate with me what they need, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Beautiful. Yeah, you hit it on the nail. That is your new normal. Now there's a file mm-hmm. that is filed in your memory bank that you could always go to to see where Rita chose to engage and be vulnerable and share the experience she had yeah. and um and have compassion for the other person and come to resolution as opposed to I'm out of here f this right and that is my mo that was your that MO, was my mo and this is your new normal yes and so this is what I you know this, this is, is what I teach yeah your life is a movie mm-hmm. and you your life listeners is a movie your life is a movie baby and and you are the writer director producer and actor of the movie called your life and you play roles Mm -hmm. based on the script and when you change a script you change the roles and now she has she knows herself as a new character there's a new person and then your energy you vibrate different well it's like this you play a role, but you also cast people to play mm. roles in your movie. So if you hand your script, which is all your beliefs, to a casting director, and your script says, um, uh, people in my life hurt me. Mm-hmm. That's the script. That's the story running in the background. Then that casting director will cast people to is going to cast people that fit that. So if you're attracting emotionally unavailable men, for example, <laughs> which was me and me, <laughs> was me. Now I'm happily married. So a very, very emotionally available man. She's a missus, so, y'all. So, so available. I mean, he's so cute that like, we'll go to the supermarket together. And he's been like this the whole five years that we've been together. 
And I'm, I'm like, okay, we go to the supermarket. Let's like, let's get in and get out. <laughs> and so it's like divide and conquer, you know? Mm. Like, okay, you get the chicken, I'll get the vegetables. That's, that's how I think. No, for him, it's an experience. Let's do it together. So I like left. I remember the first time this happened, I went to a different aisle to get some other things. He comes over, he goes, babe, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting the bananas and the lettuce and things we need. He's like, we're supposed to do it together. Oh, that's so precious. Okay. You know what? I'm like, come on, let's go. And he's like, let's have this experience. So that's how available he is. I love which that. Which is amazing. Which, which again, for me was a lot for my nervous system today to digest. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother podcast, my relationship with him and how <laughs> long it took me to digest a new normal than what I grew up with. But going back to the script. So let's say, for example, in your script is, you know, um, yeah, men are not emotionally available or I'm, you know, or I'm emotionally unavailable. Then that's the role that you play. Or it's, it's I'm gonna get hurt. Or I'm gonna get hurt. Yeah. Because men aren't available or they're not to be trusted. And they're liars, they're cheaters, that, they're pumpkin eaters. Then <laughs> then that's who you attract. Because as long as you're alive, the movie must go on. Mm. And so you have to find someone to play that role. You have to. So the key is get good at editing. Oof, get, get good at editing. I like yeah, that, which is what you learn, you know, as you move the energy, you clear the beliefs. And when you clear a belief, when you clear energy, there's room for something new. Mm. And that room for something new is the edit is the new part of the script. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. So much that you shared. First of all, you know, who, and I also had this moment where I was, I was thinking just like you, I was like, divide and conquer. You go to Better Buzz, grab our tea and our drinks. (laughs) I will be over here and then we'll meet in the middle. He's like, no, but I want to like walk there with you and do this and do that. I'm like, but we're literally running out of time. We have to be at this place by this time and let's just divide it. So same. So I, I experienced that too, which is really interesting to hear the perspective of your husband, you know, and, and then now seeing that that's what he wanted to and not like, appreciating that in the moment yeah in that way but that's one thing then the other thing um the script and your new normal and this last bit that you shared about um the show like must go on the show must go on and you're going to fill that role you have to and the the other piece of it is something I always say to my clients those that are stuck in a job they hate or a relationship or a marriage and they want to get out but they're not clear on like how or they're afraid mm-hmm. to because then the what if and it's uncertain and the other side of it like this familiar granted it's not very safe but it's familiar mm-hmm. right and then when I say to them but this is occupying mental emotional and physical space mm-hmm. and once you remove this mm-hmm. this thing that doesn't serve you then you will create space for love to come in yeah. for something you do want to come in. Yeah. And that's, that's what basically you were just sharing there. Mm-hmm. I got it. A little comfy here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right. So let's do this. So let's play this little game here. Let's so you guys play. All can experience. This. What are we going to play? Oh, oh yeah. I choose the, my I, thing. The I want. Okay. So okay. I want, which one, which one do you want to do? The, the being supported in my business or the hubby and child. <laughs> 
All right, so here's how you choose which one. Mm. I'm not going to tell you. Which one do you feel more is a desire that you have? And those of you listening, same thing. Find something that you want. But if I could wave a magic wand right now. Okay, I got it. Oh, I have to tell you? Yeah. Oh, it's my thriving, successful, amazing business. Does that surprise you? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so say to yourselves out loud that thing. So say it out loud. I want, I want a thriving. I want a thriving, successful, supportive team. Team. How does that feel? And, and, and does, does it feel in your control or does it feel out here? No, I want to switch to the, okay. the love. Ah! I, want, I want love. Yeah. I want love. I want love. All right. I want so, love, darling. Please bring me love, universe. I okay. want love. I want all, right, all the right, love. All right. Ground down mm. so that you can actually feel this. Oh, look, I naturally just like leaned back right? The whole priming safety thing. Yeah. I, I'm leaning back. I feel supported. I feel open. Yeah. And my hands, my palms are up. I just did that naturally. Yeah. So I did that naturally. Yeah. I'm proud good. of myself. So okay. say, I, I want love. <sighs> I want love. Smile. Mm. So where do you feel it? Do you feel it in you or do you feel like it's outside of your reach? Hmm. I want love. I want love. I want love. It's kind of a blend. Like I feel it mm -hmm. inside me, mm -hmm. but I also feel that it's not near me yep exactly okay mm. now change one word mm. i get to mm. have love i get to have love mm. i get to have love i get to have love yeah, it's true. That? I do. I do get to have it. And where do you feel that? Do you feel the difference between I want, I get to? Hmm. Just notice. Hmm. It's almost like I gave myself permission that I didn't even need in the first place, if that makes sense. But it helps mm -hmm. to give yourself that permission. It's better than I want. Right? Yeah, that means I don't have. Yeah, it's outside of you. I want, it's not in your control. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not in your grip, it's out here, it's a want. You don't have it, it's out there. Mm -hmm. I get to. I get to. All right, one more. I am. I, I have. I have. Oof. I have love. I have love. I have love. I have love. 
I do have love. I do. And where do you feel that? Hmm. You know, that's something that I noticed I struggled with is like identifying where the color, the temperature, the texture and all the priming safety, the visualization piece of it. I know a couple of my clients struggle with that too. It's, it's a muscle that needs to be developed Mm. to feel that safe to drop in to our body, to slow it down and be with the breath that much that you can feel the subtle energy the subtle sensations the mind operates really fast Mm -hmm. the subtle energy is there first but it goes like this to the mind so that's all we're used to so let's wrap up this exercise for people and again this is just a simple basic if anything it's more it's more mind than body. It's a shift in language, but then the key is to not only shift the language, but to notice the expansiveness, the difference that you feel because you shifted the language. I want, how does that feel in your body? To, how does, I can't, I can't have it. Mm. That's not in my vocabulary anymore. Well, that's good, but I want. I want love. I want, I want to meet my partner. I want, I want, it's like this yearning. So learning to feel the energy that's behind what we're saying to, I get to, it's like, ah, there's more power there to, I have. (laughs) And here's a great one. I did. Like put it in the past, step into your future self Hmm. and your future self is saying, we already did that. You already are a success. You already met him. He's already there. He's already there. Act as if. It's, you know, the act as if piece is a lot of it is actually feeling the emotion of having it because that's That's energy. Energy. That's why. Mm -hmm. Just like we watch movies and we'll watch romantic movies because they give us this feeling mm-hmm. that we want. And so the mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. That's why you can watch a movie and start crying. Oh my God, the person mm-hmm. died. It's like, uh, right, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. But the mind and the body doesn't. We can do this test right now. Mm. Close your eyes. Okay. And um, picture getting up and walking towards into your kitchen. Mm-hmm. And opening your refrigerator door. And grabbing an avocado. No. Okay. Um, open your refrigerator <laughs> door. Do you feel the cool air? Mm-hmm. As you open it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now um, uh, grab a lemon. Mm-hmm. All right. And then close the refrigerator door mm-hmm. and bring the lemon to your counter and get a cutting board and a knife. And place the lemon on the cutting board and cut the lemon in half. I already tasted it. It's so sour. No, yeah. Cut the lemon. <laughs> but for everyone else, I it's know. not about you. I know. <laughs> you ruined it. Oh. Okay, so cut the lemon in half. 
And I'll cut it in half again. And I'll place the knife down. Take the slice of lemon and bite into it. How many of you are making a squishy face or like your mouth just got watery? Yeah. Yeah. That's the power of our imagination. Mm -hmm. So why not imagine what you want so that you could evoke the sensation, the energy in your body. And so practicing that as well from I want, I can't, or I can't to I want, to I get to, to I have, to I had. I had it already. I did it. It's done. Oh, it's done. I read somewhere someone uh, created something and they call it the ladder of believability. Uh huh. So it's kind of like you're climbing. I love that. Yeah. So I think I, I'm, that's what I visualize when you're saying yeah. you're going from here to here to here to here. It's kind of like you're just how you talked about priming safety, but you're priming yourself to believe and feel mm -hmm. something as your truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Bring it into practice, get good at being in the body so that again, the mind and the body can work together. Mm. You can start to create those images that you want. You can let your future self start to tell you how the past six months, or the next six months <laughs> have already gone, right? Stepping into January, 2023. Uh, right new year's eve that's a beautiful way to think about it because yeah. right now it's already july right like yeah. mid-july at the time of this recording and so we can look at it as going oh my gosh december is around the corner my oh, next yes. birthday november 30th is around the corner where do i want to be when my birthday gets here yeah or, and or where did you go where did i go what happened by my birthday oh this coming year oh my gosh yeah. i i finally created this amazing funnel that like brought in half a million dollars mm -hmm. and then I hired my team yeah exactly that happened so you get to work on it and elaborate on it mm -hmm. every morning connecting with your inner child your emotions and uh then connecting with your higher self and letting the higher self keep developing that new script like a piece of art you know, sometimes, yeah, you can paint a piece of art in one day, but a lot of times these, these artists, the artwork you're looking at in museums was every day they came to it. Every day they showed up for that muse to imagine the creation. Mm. So again, all this is to support you moving out of survival and into knowing yourself as a creator. Most of us, most people are stuck in surviving what they don't want to happen, protecting their nervous system mm -hmm. from ever experiencing that again, or being stuck experiencing chaos and making that normal by having strategies for that. Mm -hmm. So again, going back to Anat, what does it mean? What do you do? help you discover the real you and live the life of your desires. Now you get it. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, right? so, You're so cute. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Love um, you too. I'm so glad we did this. I feel like this is going to help a lot of people. We talked inner child. We talked higher self. We gave you, gave you some tools. 
so that you could learn how to prime safety and connect to your inner child and step into your higher self, change your language a little bit, start to allow yourself to receive, start to expect magic and miracles instead of yeah. worrying. Worrying is praying for the stuff you don't want. Uh-huh. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Stuck in survival. So, I mean, it's, it's being stuck playing the same script over and over again. Yeah. I love that the whole the the script thing I think will land for a lot of people yeah and you get to write a new script y'all all All right you did write a new script you did you did it already (laughs) happened (laughs) already happened tell us all about it feel free to play this with us and share you know share what step into January 1st right and tell us tell us how it went I'm excited I'm engaged yeah (gasps) you're engaged i'm engaged. engaged in january yeah i love it see her higher self wow. right now where did that come from your higher self oh shit that's your higher soon. Self. that's like around and so the here's the thing here's the thing once your higher self tells you how it went yeah listen to the boss mm. and the boss is your higher self so then you gotta align with that mm and not get in the way mm-hmm. yeah I love so. it oh my god this yeah. has been so much fun I love you I'm so glad that we did this we're definitely gonna have you back on and in the meantime connect with Anat on Instagram mm-hmm. I'll connect her I'll put all her socials and everything and how you can reach her and that's it thank you for being here I hope this was helpful served you in some way leave us comments reach out to us dm us email me um, at hello at ritapira.com. Again, I'll include all this in the show notes. And until next time, where we'll trade some more raw stories. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, oh, yeah. Anat, You're for so being welcome. here with me and for cooking me that delicious doll. <laughs> I love to cook. I've been doing it since I was 10. So it's definitely a character that's not leaving my mood. It's a love language. It is a love language. It's a it's love actually, language. It was actually my first art, my first yeah it was I used to say it was like therapy for me Mm -hmm. that's what I say it's therapeutic it's not like therapy but it's therapeutic for me and um I love being creative it is definitely therapeutic that's for sure yeah Yeah, awesome well that's all folks holla at you girl bye